Hey, welcome to the Grace House Podcast. It's awesome. It's an honor to be here with you today. I'm in the studio. Well, kind of in the studio, I guess. You know, I have Alex Raphael, who is a Grace Ops member all the way from Kansas City, who's becoming a great friend of mine. And we had this awesome conversation about liberty. And we wanted to talk to you today about mis- how we misunderstand liberty. What is false liberty? What are the false pressures that's coming against us in our current day culture? How does even the American dream and the Constitution kind of get in the way of the kingdom-minded lifestyle? And really, I don't know that we think about this, but this one might hurt a little. God takes us out of slavery and puts us into slavery? What? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that a little bit and the, 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 the passion in liberty, like kingdom-minded liberty. So we're talking about the five-star charge liberty today on this podcast. <laughs> Alex, welcome out, man. How are you? Good, Brian. How are you? Thank you for having me here. It's it's awesome, and thank you for the invitation. And yeah, it's 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 an awesome topic. You know, um, we all being slave at one point of our lives from one thing or another, and then the Lord set us free, and we love it. We start enjoying it, and yeah. then our human mentality takes us back to be slaves again. You know, it's like wait a minute, you know, I just got out of there and how did I, did I end up over here again? Well, unfortunately, it's because we have their own idea of what liberty is. You know, my freedom, the freedom that I get from Jesus is not the freedom that the world offers me. You know, my liberty in Jesus, it's it's something more than what I can achieve in this world. It's any, It's more than any degree or any any success that I can have here, you know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's a greater thing. And unfortunately we want to set a fall for the false liberty, you know, for the false uh, freedom that we can obtain here. And we are in this constant battle every single day, trying to mm-hmm. achieve the false liberty, the false freedom. When yeah, we so already- we're talking, yeah, liberty in Christ. And then, cause you threw this idea at me and you're like the false liberty. Let's talk about that. And I'm like, you know, tell me about it. Cause we were totally saying the same thing. I just love how you phrased it. So well, the what's false, this yeah, false pressure? Yeah. Talk, talk about it. The false liberty is that we know in the world as I want, since I'm a good person, I think I mm-hmm. deserve this. Therefore I should fight for this. I should get involved in this. I should pursue this, a career, a business, more money, my comfort, my rest, anything, you know? And next thing we know, my we rest. Are, <laughs> yeah, we are so attached to those things that we are already fighting again a battle to keep that freedom. And at the end, it's not a freedom anymore. <laughs> you know, like if I have to fight for something like that, it's not creating me freedom. I don't have to fight for the freedom that Jesus gave gives me oh that's so good man yeah right? he already gave it to me and he's like here it's yours i know I, I need to, i need to learn how to administer it right or manage it yeah but- so you talk about liberty from the concept like a false liberty in our constitution right Correct. and it's good for the american people as a government as a whole but it, it can really mess things up in the kingdom-minded lifestyle of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, we have taken that a lot of times and worked that line into the into the gospel and kind of created a even a false version of the gospel off of like, well, it's all about being happy. It's all about being rich. It's all about 
you know, so a false liberty um, in one regard is there's, there's this pressure that comes against us of saying, you know, be rich, go after wealth, neglect your family, you know, go, you know, cause, because wealth is part of what makes you free, right? Wealth is something that gives you liberty and it kind of does in some ways, but when it's out of proportion and when it's out of uh, the, when your desires are set on it so radically, you know, or overemphasizing it, then it becomes a trap. And so the enemy really does have, you know, the, the, what is it? The lust of the eye, the lust of the heart, you know, the desires of this world are right before us. And um, we're thinking that we're, we're faced, we're, we're going after these liberties that we think are real, but they're actually kind of like traps that trap us into a lifestyle of bondage and slavery. Yeah. So unfortunately what happens is I guess when we get to know Jesus and have an encounter with them and we start listening that you're going to be blessed. First thing that comes to mind is like, you're going to be rich. I have (laughs) spoken to a lot of people and that's the first idea that comes to mind. Oh, I'm not going to have any economical problems. I'm not going to have any Mm -hmm. issues at home. Uh, Everything is going to be so nice and smooth and and no, 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 it's not (laughs) You know, that's not the freedom. That's not the salvation that God gives me or, or Jesus, you know, sets me free from. I'm still going to go through those things. But my faith is, is the one that is setting me free. I believe in the one that can provide everything. I mean, I don't, I, I know that God has nothing against uh, human beings being rich. You know, there's right. nothing <laughs> wrong with you possessing uh, material things. But like you said, you know, once those things take over and they take the place that belongs to God, actually I'm saying, I don't want all those things that you want. So your freedom is not the freedom that I was looking for. So I want this freedom that I just found out, right? I just found. And and we don't know that in a day or two, we're going to start being more concerned about keeping that freedom. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm afraid to lose it because I know what's going to happen, right? But if I believe what the Lord says and I receive the freedom that he has for me and he's offering me, I don't have to fight for that. All I have to be is just obedient and faithful. That's all he asks for. But if you want to be faithful and obedient to a business, to a person, to a career, to anything else, it's going to be consuming you're going to get tired and you're going to lose all the motivation and all the, 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 the force that is moving you towards that because that's not the real freedom. You know, that's not what the Lord wants for me. Uh, right. I, I was just thinking about, you know, Adam and Eve at the beginning in, in Genesis chapter three, it speaks about that, you know, mm-hmm. they were free. They they had I mean the Lord Himself will come down and talk <laughs> to them. They were free. Lots and of liberty. He just, asked, he just asked for one simple thing, just one. Do not disobey, right? And right. what did they do? They did. <laughs> and they lost everything else. And I know maybe a lot of people, you know, who's watching this 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 podcast is saying. Yeah, but it's them, it's not me. Well, I'm pretty sure that if we were put in that position, we would like the same way. Right. Why? Because 
are the word is very clear it says do not trust in your own understanding when i believe yeah. that i can answer all the, the the things that god has for me or all the the questions that i have for god that is wrong and then god is not god and he cannot set me free because i know everything right so when i start right. <laughs> looking for for that freedom that I can obtain without including God in it, uh, it's not going to happen. Soon you know, I like, yeah, I like how we're balancing this out as far as we're not saying that being rich or having all of these things are wrong. It's a, it's the, the problem is when all of these things have you Correct. and that's the Liberty that God is uh, training us in is that we learn how to steward possessions and we learn how to steward the gifts that we have and the call that's on our lives and that that we are actually walking in faithfulness and then we keep things in checks and balances right so it's not wrong to be a millionaire it's not wrong to have stuff it's it would be for some people they need to hear it's wrong to be poor you know because some people have have the opposite mindset where um because it's not just it's not right to be poor or be rich. It's it's right to be righteous and walk up to the Father. But the greater measure that we're going to all be held to is how did we steward our gifts, and we're going to be accountable for the measure that God gave us and how we either we lead our gifts or our gifts lead us. And so that's kind of what we're talking about: the liberty that we have in God. Kind of goes back. We were talking about earlier, uh, Alex, about how. It kind of goes back to the Exodus when God was freeing his people from Egypt. And, you know, you there's a great question that the rabbis ask when you kind of learn, get lean into the story. They, they ask, well, what did Israel do to save herself? You know, what did Israel do to save herself from 400 years of slavery and bondage? Now, I want to talk about that for a second. When we're talking about liberty, we're talking about liberty from bondage and liberty from slavery. And you're like, well, that's that's old school. That doesn't matter today. You know, well, it does. Like, you know, the, the slave driving forces of evil that are over this world, as we read about in Ephesians 6. <clears throat> and as you've described, those forces of evil are bringing a false sense of liberty into our even into our American church culture. And. The false, you know, you think about like modern day pharaohs, like look at, look at debt. How many people are just in debt alone, financial debt, right? Look at things like opiates and drugs. How many people um, are addicted to drugs, even prescription drugs, because they're trying to cope with stress or an anxiety or pain. And I'm not saying that all medication is bad, but at large, we're the most, I mean, think about this. We're the most obese indebted and medicated adult cohort that's ever lived in the in, in america i mean mm -hmm. that's bad that's really bad and so you think about things like pornography right like pornography is running rampant across this land you think about um all of these things are attached to spiritual slavery the the driving forces of like pharaoh back in the day so when i asked the question you know what did israel do to save herself the answer is nothing. God brought salvation to Israel. God saves Israel. God saves his people. Now, they did pray. They did cry out to the Lord, which that's good. But, you know, they didn't really do anything to get themselves out of that situation. So I think that's that's something that we've got to keep at the premise of liberty. Liberty is, is about breaking free from slavery. 
Mm. It's about breaking free from bondage. And it's about coming into your purpose and coming into your identity. And so God sets Israel free. And then he says, I want you to come to Sinai and worship me. I want you to come into uh, covenant. I want you to come into covenant with me. So God's proposing covenant to his people. And we find the same thing in Christ. Christ comes to save the nations by his blood. And he's, when we receive what he did, that's when we begin to walk in liberty. And it's really key. You know, we're talking about this. It's key that we know that we're not saving ourselves. We're receiving his work on the cross. So I know that got you thinking. What are you thinking, man? <laughs> If we think about the people of Israel, right? So why were they in slavery for 400 years? They were not slaves before in that in that in that way. Right. But the Lord brought them for, from from where they were to Egypt because there was another, it was a fame, right? I mean, they were gonna start to dead. They would stay there. So the Lord prepared one person, which was Joseph to bring him to Egypt and now be blessed, right? Right. And then Joseph dies, and most likely they start doing their own thing because it was 400 years. I mean, they forgot what they were for. They forgot that they were living in, in a in a foreign country. Probably they are even started being slaves or the idols of and the gods of these other these other people, these other race. Yeah. And 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 the Lord saved them from there again. Now, you were asking earlier, what did they do? And I, I want to see it this way. Maybe they didn't do a lot <laughs> to get saved, but they did one thing. They started crying out to the yeah. Lord. And the yeah. Bible says that the Lord remembered. And it might sound crazy. Wow, God forgot about his people. No, it's not that that he forgot. It's just that. The Bible also says that the Lord is a gentleman and he's right. not going to force himself into no one if we don't ask for it, right? Book of Revelation says, I knock at the door and if you open it, I will come in and dine with you. But I'm not going to just come in and get in and dine with you because it's not how it works. So I guess we, we should give him a little bit of credit to the Israelites. said, okay, they yeah. cry out. <laughs> they cry out. The Lord listen. He sends Moses which is the representation of Jesus, right, in, in, on earth. Yes, that's right, yeah. And and after all, he does everything that he does, make the deals that he needs to do, and and Israel is still not like 100% sure that they <laughs> want to be free, right? Because they have doubts. But anyway, it happens, and, it, and the journey starts. And they see all the things that the Lord is doing, like you said, to set them free, right? Like, let's move a little bit forward to our days. You were talking about Dev, no? Dev is one of the biggest stress creators in, in humanity right now. Why? Because we we are careless. We don't know how to manage people. Uh, money, I'm sorry. We don't know how to how to live comfortable and happy with what we have. We always want more. And we go into debt. Mm -hmm. And then that debt becomes a distress for me. And we're like, wait a minute. I know this company that can show me how to get out of debt. And we do get out of debt. 
because they tell us what to do. And about a month later or two, we'll go back at the same place where we were. Why? Because it's a habit. It's, it's, it's a, it's a right. culture that I learned and it's hard for me to get rid of. Well, since this, since the people of Israel was in captivity for 100 years, now they start the journey, right, to, to the promised land. And as soon as they come across, you know, they, they cross the, 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 the Red Sea, what is it that they start doing? Complaining. Yeah, whining. <laughs> Why did you take me out of where I was when I was fine, right? Where I was good. And we know that they were not good. It was their own thinking. They were believing themselves that they were okay, which is what happens with, with us nowadays. I mean, somehow yeah. we get out of dev, we get what we want, and and and, and then a, a week later we're back at the same place. And it's not that the Lord is taking my freedom away, it's because I'm giving it up. And right. it doesn't happen only on material things. I mean, now that we're speaking about money and material things, it could happen with ministry too. How many ministers of God we know in the past, they've been great tools of the Lord, and they start believing more in themselves than what the, the work that they're doing for the Lord. And unfortunately, they lost the ministry because they started being focused on themselves and what they're doing and not for who they're doing it for. So they became yeah. slaves of their own thinking, their own uh, mentality, and it can happen. It can happen anywhere, you know. Yeah, and that's that's why we need a band of brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You that's know? why we need a band of brothers to help us. To and, and and if we see it this way, that's what Jesus. I mean, sorry, that's what Moses did, because Moses told the Lord, you know, I'll do it. But if you don't come with yeah. me, I'm not going to do it. Right? <laughs> so I, need, I need you to be my body body. I'm not talking to Pharaoh by myself. <laughs> right. So the Lord said, okay, I'll go with you. And we're going to bring uh, Aaron with mm. you too. So that, get, that way he can learn. You know, he can see. So that's exactly, you know, what we need to do. Uh, Jesus, you know, say you have to go out and do the Great Commission. And what are you going to do? You're going to teach my word. You're going to baptize them, which setting people free. And you're going to encourage them to do the same. Because setting people free is not, it's not my doing. It's the Lord's doing. But he's counting on me that I can go and talk to someone about the freedom that we can receive in Jesus. And, and it's not that he cannot do it himself, Right. But I believe it's a, it's a very special and important task that the Lord has given us. Yeah. And, if we, and until we see it that way and we learn, and we understand it that way, we're not going to appreciate it. You know, I mean, I don't know about you, but every time that I, I find someone that wants to dedicate their lives to Jesus and they actually accept Jesus right there when I pray for them, it's an awesome feeling. Right, it's I'm not setting them free. I'm bringing them to the mm -hmm. one who can set them free. That's right. Yeah. So, it, it's. But in then, you know, we have all these things in the world that they're gonna make us under uh, believe that that that's not the right freedom. That the freedom is theirs, and I guess for the believer, it should be something easy to understand, because we know that this world is ruled by the devil. 
and his angels. Right. We, we already know that. The, 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 the wrong part is where we actually play the part that they want us to play into their game, believing their lies and not doing what we're supposed to do and not, and not listening to the voice of God. You know, uh, what is it that you want from me? I mean, what do you want from me today? Do you want me That's just right. to go and talk to someone or say hi to someone, just to smile at someone? I mean, we believe that uh, we think a lot of times that in order for me to help someone to convert to, to God, I have to know, have all this knowledge and all these phrases and all these verses. No, it, it's not. You know, Jesus used to hug people, visit yeah. people, cry with them, laugh with them. That's what we need to do. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know where we got that idea that I was supposed to be walking around with my Bible under my armpit so I can mm. help people to be saved. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is the word of God written. But I guess what people want to see is what's in my heart. Right. You know? What what is it that I'm capable to do? Again, not because it's me, but because Jesus lives in me. And he has set me free. And the freedom that I have is, is so big, is so joyful that I can't contain it. And I got to give it to other people. 